This is Marlene, the hat-trick copywriter, speaking to you live from London, who definitely needs to find a different plan to stick to the date and time that she says she's going to stick to. And I'm going to talk to you today about LinkedIn, the social media platform that's become extremely popular, especially over the last 18 months during this pandemic, where people lost their jobs and very quickly moved to reinvent themselves on the LinkedIn platform. Why? Because that is the business platform. And it's one of those kind of, I don't know, I always found it more difficult to fill in the, that, those forms than I did on Facebook and Instagram. It didn't feel intuitive. And I realise it doesn't necessarily feel intuitive for a lot of people. So one of the things I've been doing in building my business is writing LinkedIn profiles for others because it's quite a dynamic platform. It's not just a CV, which is the mistake people make. And just imagine, it's now got something like 850 million people on that platform and all for a business focus. So you've got to think of LinkedIn as the high street where everybody's crowding and, and why you should be there, because it is from there that you might point them to your website. They're not going to find your website but on its own, but they certainly will find LinkedIn. So I've been writing a lot of profiles for people. And one of the things I want to talk about is how you should approach LinkedIn. You know, as a copywriter, it's not just that you want to take people's money and write their profile and walk off. I'm for building relationships. So I want to write profiles that work for you. And it's amazing how many people are not really clear about what they're saying and why they're, they're, they are presenting themselves on LinkedIn. And I'm talking particularly to the entrepreneurs, the self-employed that are building their businesses and think that they are going to portray themselves in a particular way that's not really in line with what they're doing. And it's really, really important. You know, there are some uh, companies in the US that if you don't have a LinkedIn profile, they don't even look at you. They just write you off. I mean, that's how powerful these things can be. So you want to get it right. You really want to make sure that you've got a good profile picture to represent yourself. You really want to make sure you've got a banner that stands out because, you know, the visible, it has more power than the text because it just, it comes to you. You have to go towards the text. And then there's the so many people make a mistake by just reproducing their CV. It's, it's almost the wrong way around. So what I want to say to you is really think about who are you talking to? Very, very specifically. I've said before, nobody sells their product and services to everybody. Nobody does. But you have to do a bit of work. And I'm not joking. It is work. Truly, it's work because your enthusiasm says, no, I want to sell to everybody. Why should I restrict myself? But actually, the growth is in the niching, the niche, niche, niching of, of your work. It, and even, you know, it's something that you, it's a really good training to try and um, do this. And, and, and it can feel, if you're doing it properly, it actually can feel painful 
because every time you think of one thing, you think, oh, my God, I'm excluding this and I'm excluding that. And there are, of course, we're not one dimensional people. So it will always feel when you choose that there's a kind of loss at the same time. And the mistake is we succumb to the, the feeling of the loss instead of focusing on, well, why? And is it more this than this? Can I, if I just focus on this, could I live without this? And I tell you the truth, that by the time you've done this properly, you realise that actually your focus is already only on a couple of types of people. I'm not saying that you, those types can be drawn from a fixed identity. Oh, you know, they're middle class white men or I'm not saying it's like that. But I am saying you really, really have to do some work. And then by the time you do it, you realise that actually it is a particular type of person that I focus on. Because until you get that right, no matter what you say on your LinkedIn profile, it's not going to work. And then let's say you do want to reinvent yourself. Great. New beginnings. You're never actually starting from the beginning when you've got experience because you are the experience plus your new beginning. So it's never actually, you know, you're not going back to being 18 or, or, you know. But you do have to then think about your experience and think, what do you draw upon? What is it that has really spoken to you? What has integrated so well into your personality and identity that now you there's a certain comfort that you, and there's certain things you've gravitated to when you really sit and reflect you really have to that, that is where the gold is okay that's really where the gold is because it's that plus going forward it's it's that that you think i love that aspect of me maybe when you were going to work or running a business there was only one side of the business that you really liked Maybe you only liked doing the networking. Maybe you only liked doing the training but hated the networking. Maybe you were good at sales. Maybe as an employee, you were good at the PR stuff, but you didn't like the other stuff. Maybe as a teacher, you liked writing the programs, but you didn't actually like talking in the classroom. Maybe you liked doing the classroom, the the, the teaching, but you didn't like writing the lesson plans. Maybe that meant you should be a coach and, and so on, that you, you pull away the things that you really connected with. Let's face it, most of us don't like everything we do. When we were working in our jobs, we didn't like every part of the job. We liked an aspect. Barristers presumably choose to be barristers because they like the advocacy, the talking, the arguing. Maybe solicitors that work in accounts prefer to do the kind of the methodical numbering. And, and, and so you've got to just be clear about who you are. And, and, and that actually can be quite a painful experience because what, what we tend to do is the things that come natural to us that we like doing, we think have no value. And the things that we struggle with we, we think have more value and that we should do this because we've struggled to do that, even though we're not particularly, you know, excited by it. But we've got the qualification and we've, you know, we've got the shirt and this is our credential. So this is what we've got to sort of nail ourselves to for the rest of our lives. No, in fact, 
I think I, I, I learned that there was a, what was that rock star, the Freddie Mercury, he was doing a PhD in something or other, and, but actually chose to do uh, rock music. And because it's fine if you, if you become a great success at it, but you can imagine if you don't, you've given up your PhD, that's quite a thing. And maybe he always, he may feel that's always a loss that he didn't complete it. Sorry, I can't remember his name. Anyway, the point is, resonates with me a little bit. You know, you feel that, well, if you've worked hard, you should do something. But in fact, it might well be that that rock star, Brian May, he, it might be that that rock star integrates his PhD skills within his guitar playing and thinking through music. Who knows? Because it's that engagement with his own cognitive processes that en enables him to do what he does. And we're all the same. But we do have to have the confidence, I think, to let go of what we think we should be doing in order to embrace the passion and the love, the joy, the thing that can really make you feel so excited to do and stay up late and get up early in the morning and feel really integrated with yourself. And that might, as I say, that thing may have you tricked into believing yeah but you know Marlene that's not really so important and I'm I want to stress it to you that that is the most important part you know that's the part where you've got that inner child in you saying please let's play let's play and if you don't play and have joy in your life if you deny that you are really restricting the pleasure of your whole being so if you've lived your life pretty much used to ignoring that inner child, this is the time to really, really pay attention to he or she and dance inside you and be willing to be led by that and then make a decision about what you want to say you are going to produce or be of service to in LinkedIn and all parts of your life. That's the most serious part of you, is the thing that gives you joy. That's the thing that you will be most talented at. So I urge you to really choose wisely. And I really, really encourage my clients to really be clear. And I, I ask them a lot of questions deeply to really get them to drill down so that there's something about you representing yourself, your intuition, your inner child, because that is when you are truly able to be of service to others and others will see your joy. They will see you shine and in turn, you will make them shine. So I'm going to leave it at that today. Just do that work. There are books, actually. There's lots of things that you can do to, to help yourself. There's a book called Healing Your Aloneness, which was an inner child work. I suppose I should have the title, but I, I the, the writers, I, I don't have the writers, but the, the name of the authors. But I will, try and, I will try and add it to the podcast afterwards. So that's it for me today. Uh, think about how you address your LinkedIn profiles. If you're planning to rewrite them, really think about this. If you have a LinkedIn profile, go back and read it and ask yourself whether it truly reflects how you feel inside yourself. Okay.
Have a lovely week and I'll speak to you. Take care, everybody. This is The Hattrick Copywriter. Check out my website, www.thehattrickcopywriter.com and I'll speak to you again soon. Bye-bye.